check it out. Um, and we're off, I think, guys. I was just telling the people to uh, to be catching church with JLP. And we're off. Pong yo, young young and we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. It's Monday. Everybody loves Mondays. May 22nd, JLP's birthday. It's not, his, it's not only his birthday. It's also some dead lady's birthday if you went to Google, which is evil. They're celebrating some lady's birthday. This poor lady's been dead for 21 years. They won't let her rest. And they're celebrating all the worst things about her. Terrible. That's Google. Going to talk about that. Going to talk about a. Uh, oh, it's 2023 AD, by the way. FYI. May 22nd, Monday. Everybody loves Mondays. <clears throat> the trans. There, I remembered one point about the trans debate. You know how I was racking my brain on Friday? I don't know if you guys noticed about the so called transgender uh, affirm gender identities, gender misidentities. Uh. I'll tell you what point I was, like, why pride? Why pride? What's to be proud of? Nothing. Nothing. Nobody has anything to be proud of. <laughs> uh, and crack, crack, but whites are turning black. <laughs> not enough, though, in my opinion. Not shameless enough not to resign. There was a city council male who uh, went through a bad divorce, according to him, and according to the reports, they caught him on crack and fentanyl. The fentanyl is how they caught him because it put him to sleep. Knocked him out. And silly blacks in the comments are like, Oh, if you were black and were caught sleeping in his car, then they would have shot him. Because there was one guy who was asleep in like the Wendy's drive through down in Florida somewhere. Or maybe that was the Atlanta area, Georgia. I forget. I want to talk about Jewish billboards in L.A. I actually have a contrast. Uh, Good example versus a bad example, in my opinion. My opinion could be incorrect, but in my opinion, a good example of a Jewish billboard and a bad example of a Jewish billboard in L.A. Multiple ones. Multiple. But I only have pictures of one and one. And uh, we'll talk about some other things, perhaps, right? Of course, we will leave room for your calls. You can call in, guys. But anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, Let me not spit. So, how you guys doing? I am fine. Nice woman hands t-shirt, Hank. No, this is not a woman's hand. This says woven hand. Woven hand. And it's a man band. 
And it doesn't say womanhood either. Last time I wore this, which was during Women's, Hi Women's History Month. <laughs> uh, people thought it said womanhood. Let me make sure my Odyssey stream is going well with the audio feed going because on the beginning of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Yes, it's working. Uh, it's, a, it's a band by, uh, man, let me look it up because it bugs me every time. Woven Hand. Woven Hand, all one word. It's a rock band by David Eugene Edwards of 16 Horsepower, former frontman of 16 Horsepower. Great group. I love their Sackcloth and Ashes album. I played it when I first started playing music pretty early in there. Uh, nice. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's brown, and it, uh, I think it has Joan of Arc on it. That's why people think, oh, woman. Right? Yeah, turn on the fan. That fan. We need the fan. Don't close the door, please. I don't mean to shout at him on his birthday. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> uh, I'm in JLP's studio, and he came in here, like, waving his hand because it's so hot and stuffy in here. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks, Hassan. Uh, so, how are you guys doing? Let me tell you about this uh, Google, which is evil. I went to Google.com. Never go to Google.com, guys. I disavow going to Google.com. But they have a Google Doodle. And this Google Doodle makes me want to spit even saying it. I feel like I should be ashamed of myself calling it a Google Doodle. It's childish. <laughs> and girly. Womanly. Uh, speaking of woman hands. Barbara, they have this Google Doodle that has a whole bunch of, like, American Indians drawings of them. One of them is holding this weird flag that I'm pretty sure the American Indians did not carry this flag. Because it has, like, this fancy, dancy, ugly Black Lives Matter, uh, LGBTIQ radical agenda, transgender, uh, black and brown flag thing. And yet it looks like a pilgrim, or cowboy, or Indian, or something. Not India Indian, obviously. You know, this is in the Americas. America. Beautiful scenery, other than that. I mean, it's kind of cartoony, childish, girly. But still. Uh, and so I clicked on it. I'm like, you got me, Google. Not that I would normally click on this, <laughs> were it not... For me having a show. Now I get to share it with you guys. And I, I look into it and sure enough, it's Barbara May Cameron's 69th birthday. Well, happy birthday, Barbara May Cameron. Where are you? Six feet down. No, I don't know where she is. <clears throat> I don't know where they buried her body or what, or if they buried her body. Today's Google celebrates Hunk Papa, Hunk Papa, Lakota, Native American. I'm Native American. What is she talking about? What, she's white? She's a white American? She's not. She's dead. She, rest in peace, lady. They're still celebrating her birthday even though she's 21 years dead? She's a f act, so-called Native American, meaning American Indian. Activist, photographer, and writer. Barbara May Cameron. Nice Indian name. American Indian name. 
Not sounds like a normal American name. She was nationally recognized as a leading human rights, which is a communist buzzword, activist for women, LGBTQ. I wonder if they had the Q or even the T back then, because she died in 2001, right? Something like that. And so-called Native American rights. And there, I found a picture of her on her Wikipedia. She was, uh, mm, she seemed pleasant, you know, potentially pleasant, right? <laughs> Mild, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to abuse, I don't want to abuse the mildly attractive word and say somebody's mildly attractive when they're not really that, not even. I mean, you can tell she's a woman. So, anyway. Short-haired feminist gal. Uh, but she seems, you know, you can tell that she has like, a, a little bit of American engine. Which, those are the AAPIs. Aren't those AAPIs, perhaps? So, anyway. Uh, 1954 to 2002. Died of natural causes at the age of 47. Well, rest in peace. 47... Doesn't seem like a natural time to be dying, but if you live in unnatural ways, I guess, who knows what she was up to. She was, she did look uh, a little heavy. Shout out to the uh, a little heavy people. I, w- I don't know what caused, but the, according to Wikipedia, she, uh, she's a big fat phony, says Jacob35. Yeah. <laughs> Dime piece, says Kevin Howe. Uh, that's short for a very attractive gal. So that's whose birthday Google celebrates. Nobody's ever heard of her, but they amplify this. And Hake is, Hake is signal boosting Google. Google's propaganda. A misguided woman who's been dead. Dead! Maybe it was the SARS that got her. For 21 years, someone no, someone no one's ever heard of until Hake brought her to, your, to the forefront of the culture. In 1988, this gal served as a delegate delegate for Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Coalition uh, to the Democrat National Convention. So she was for the worst of the blacks. The same year, she was appointed by Diane Feinstein, not a Christian. That dinosaur gal, she was like almost 90 years old, and she's not a tough and vibrant 90, and... uh. She's not like Joe Arpaio 90. She's, she's like decrepit 90. The dinosaur woman, Diane Feinstein. She was, sent, she was mayor of San Francisco at that point. To the Citizens Committee on Community Development in the San Francisco Human Rights Communist Buzzword Commission. This gal, Barbara May Cameron, American Indian, not morally straight activist, was appointed by Frank Jordan, the next mayor, of San Francisco to serve on the United Nations Commission on the Status of Women. Whoa! Everything evil. Everything not good. So, uh, that's who I'm talking about today. (laughs) Nah. Uh, but it's JLP's birthday. He's 74 and he's still living. Nice. Right on, JLP. I'm on his network, by the way. Fat is a natural cause? I suppose so. And I don't know if that was what caused her to die. Who knows? A whole 50-cent piece, says <laughs> uh, Bradley Smith. 
So, Google's evil. Just thought I would remind you guys. My competitor is the one from whom I heard that Google is evil. Google is evil! Google is evil! That's Alex Jones telling that guy, that one guy who's Amer- not American Indian, he's India Indian, and he's in charge of the, of the Google thingy, of Alphabet. No, of Google. Google CEO. Who is that? Sundar Pichai. Pichai. Sundar Pichai. Alex Jones followed him in the uh, Capitol building or somewhere. He was testifying before Congress. Google is evil! And Sundar Pichai was smiling, an evil smile. 50-year-old male. He's 50 now, anyway. Going on 51 almost, by the way. So he outlived that, that gal whom, he's, whom his employees are celebrating. I am remiss in not reading all the Super Chats, by the way, guys. I will get to them. You can Super Chat in. Uh, what's to be proud of? Nothing. What's to be proud of? I remember my point that I was wondering about with regard to this so-called transgender debate. You know, I debated a few weeks ago, feels like, on modern-day debate against Leo Phileas. Leo. And it occurred to me recently, you know, and it's probably one of the first things that occurs to you when you're first exposed to this nonsense mumbo-jumbo pride stuff in their degeneracy, right? Pride in perversion, right? Or pride in something that should be not proud of. Certainly not proud of. Uh, this 2SLGBTQIA++ pride stuff. Is white pride okay? You know what I mean? Is brown pride? Black power? Psh. That stuff is fake, too. But at least those things aren't, like, directly, uh, inherently... Well, when you... The more you get caught up in those identities, the more you get even those false identities. Stuff that's actually, like, physical and real. Those people who are the most caught up in those things, they get messed up in different ways the most. Have you noticed that? People don't like them. They don't like people. They alienate a lot of people. They get carried away in some thing that misdirects their whole life, mission. Like that gal whom I just honored, <laughs> along with Google, which is evil, Barbara Mae Cameron. She was, I don't know about her, but I know that she was an activist for that degenerate stuff, for that wrong stuff, apparently. Maybe she was an activist for fair treatment. Fair treatment, right. But even still, like, that's so womanly and misguided. It really is. Protests. Protests are kind of fun to banter with people and uh, be all messy. (laughs) It's fun, but... As Jacob 35 says, pride is supposed to be a sin. Yeah, it really is. (sighs) 
So what's to be proud of? Because I was debating with this guy about, should we affirm, affirm trans identities or gender misidentities, right? No, we should not affirm it. They have this pride about themselves. That's sick. Pride comes before the fall. And Leophilius, whom I debated a few weeks ago, he was like, oh, I will speak for you guys. I won't let the Republicans, because the Republicans, the Republicans are all like acting all tough about this transgender thing. They've already surrendered about the gay thing. They've already surrendered to the women, kissing up to women. They've already surrendered to kissing up to blacks. So now they're, pretty soon they'll be surrendering to kissing up to the transgenders because they're not fighting them in the right way, I guess. But they're acting tough right now. Proud of what? Being degenerate? Kind of. We gotta be... We gotta be, like, perfect. It's interesting, Jesus' be perfect in the Bible, he says... He says that right after he talks about loving your enemy. Love even your enemy. And then he says, be perfect, therefore, as your father is perfect. But no, we have phony people like Al Sharpton. Oh my gosh. I heard that over the weekend and then I heard it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the first hour of JLP's show today. Phony Al Sharpton who supports all this transgender stuff too, by the way. I think. He, he'll, he'll, he's like Joe, sleepy Joe Biden. He'll support anything for the sake of power and popularity, seemingly. That's how I read it. I could be misreading him. Uh, he's like, oh, they hate us. No, you hate them and you hate the people whom you're telling they hate you. Because <laughs> he's showing hatred for the blacks, too. And they're... Man, my restream chat keeps on logging out. I was seeing your guys' chats, by the way, guys. Let me close out of it and reopen it. Um, <laughs> Alice Sharpton spoke at the, uh, at the uh, thing that the SJWs are up in arms about or were a couple of weeks ago. Jordan Neely. Rest in peace, Jordan Neely. Rest in peace, young N-word. There's a heaven for a full of G's. For a G. Ah. Log back into my thing. I need an easier password so I can just type it real fast. <laughs> so I don't have to be quiet. If I'm not quiet, I'll... I'll start typing what I'm saying with my mouth. There's no such thing as multitasking. It's terrible. <laughs> Shout out to the Facebook crew. What's up? Um, <laughs> Does Al Sharpton really... It's so weird that people actually believe what Al Sharpton says or like agree with him or, at all. It's, isn't that strange? It's baffling to me. He's so goofy. And he's been that way forever. Let's get to a clip, guys. 
crack and fentanyl. Whites turning black. Not black and hey, what's your password? Not black enough though. Not black enough. He's not that black. He resigned. <laughs> That's what I mean by not black enough. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna be black on the inside, don't like hide your head in shame if you get caught and like a resign. <laughs> Some city official, elected official, I believe. I'm shaking my head. He went through a divorce, a bad divorce, according to him. And then he relapsed, quote unquote, which is what druggies do, right? Druggies stop the drugs and then they uh, go back into the drugs when they experience a tough time. So he relapsed into taking drugs and he was taking crack. Crack? That's a black drug. You're supposed to take powder. No, don't take drugs, kids. Not powder, not crack, not anything. Especially not fentanyl. That stuff can kill you. People say crack kills. I don't know if it does. Maybe it does. But people kill over crack. Ever heard of the crack epidemic? So here's clip 11. This was from local news. Let me show you the headline first. Uh, Oh, I missed something, I think. Uh, it's okay. Come on. Baller alert! Share this on IG. I don't even go on IG that much, guys. Republican City Council member Matthew Riley arrested for allegedly smoking crack and passing out in his vehicle. Really, you can get arrested for that? Uh, and I don't know where this is. Well, I don't know. I... There, is a, there was a Fox News article. Rhode Island. It's a city councilman out of Rhode Island. <laughs> what else is there to do in Rhode Island? I disavow. Don't do that, kids. Asleep at the wheel. See it. Rhode Island. City councilman. Busted. With crack cocaine pipe in his hand. <laughs> okay, so here's the uh, little news report. Hopefully it's not too piercing on your ears. I found this on IG. And it's kind of an abrupt, rough cut of a uh, very unprofessional cut, but rough of uh, the news report, local news report. Here it is. These body camera video shows City Councilman Matthew Riley passed out cold in his car Monday afternoon. After a few shakes from police, he jolts awake. Oh, you were literally choking in your sleep. Somebody flagged me down about it. Oh, I have sleep apnea. I'm sorry. Well, and then you have a crack pipe in your hands. This afternoon, Mayor Ken Hopkins joined the city council president and the Cranston Democratic Committee in publicly calling for Riley's resignation from city council ward six. I feel that's in the best interest of the city, his constituents. I also feel that personally, it's in his best interest for him, for his family's privacy, and for the constituents of ward six. Body camera footage shows Riley asking if he's going to be arrested. Are there any drugs in the car or anything like that? No, no, nothing. An apparent lie. (laughs) According to the police report, officers say they found crack laced with fentanyl along with other drug paraphernalia while searching his car. I think there's a little bit of fentanyl in there. Yeah, all right. Riley telling police. It it was a a relapse. I cleaned 13 years. All right. Clean, 13 years. Went through a really, really bad divorce recently. Now he's going through the judicial... Judicial... Now he's going through the judicial system. 41 years old, just like Hake. 
he's my age. So uh, we wish you well, Matthew Riley. Arrested last Monday, I guess. Was it last Monday? Yeah. Arrested last Monday on drug charges. He resigned? Why did he resign? He's an elected official, right? City councilman, isn't that an elected position? No drugs, I already smoked them all. (laughs) No. Ah. Slam Free Poetry says a a crackhead in a tie. Yeah, he was wearing a tie. Dressed better than Hake. Don't do that, kids. (laughs) Oh, man. Is that part of a burger? No. I don't think so. Ooh, his car's a mess. But anyway, uh, rough, tough times out there. And I say it's acting black because a lot of blacks smoke crack. Uh, so we wish him, we wish him well. It's terrible. I don't know if he should have resigned. He was an ex-chair of his local GOP, local Republican Party in Rhode Island. That's in New England area, right? Why'd that Republican have that accent? He had like a New York accent. I don't know. Maybe they all do over there. Or a Rhode Island accent. (sighs) Appeared to be sleeping or unconscious while having difficulty breathing slash choking. He said, oh, I have sleep apnea. (laughs) Uh... Man, I don't know if he should have resigned, to be honest. Oh, and um, the blacks in the, uh, shout out to the blacks, but you guys are a mess. Mama Stone says if the colors were switched, it would have been another black man killed in his car for being asleep. And some guy, a six billionaire with a blue check mark on IG, says, on target, bullseye, right on target. And then somebody said, stop it. We have nothing to do with this. Can we for once not make things about race? Exhausting. You're absolutely correct. At a Burger King, anyway. Uh, that man stole the car. Get real. Don't leave that out. Somebody said somebody stole a car. I don't know what, he's re- what story he's referring to. I know that there was one guy. I'm blanking on his name. It was, it was in at, like Atlanta. This was in like Atlanta or somewhere. Remember that story from a few years ago? A couple years ago at least? The guy was asleep in the Wendy's. Maybe it was one year. He was asleep in the Wendy's drive-thru. Imagine that. You're, you get in the drive-thru late at night. You shouldn't be going to the drive-thru late at night, guys. But you do... And the person in front of you is asleep, blocking the whole thing. So they, they uh, get to him. He's on drugs. They start to arrest him. He's a substitute teacher or something like that. And, and he, he, like, grabs the cop's taser and starts trying to taser the cop with it. And he starts to run, and the cops shoot him dead. Is that what the story that she was talking about? There's a lot more than just... Killed for sleeping in the car. Give me a break. (laughs) 
Nicholas Williams was passed out on drugs with a one-year-old in the car, and he was simply arrested. Sounds like your narrative is bogus speech, says one person. Nicholas Williams, I guess it's a black. Listen, this is not the same crack that has fiends. I feel like I shouldn't even be saying that out loud. Fiends washing your car and changing the oil for $8? Last thing they would do is sleep. This is some new stuff because it was cut with a fentanyl. The fentanyl puts you to sleep. Or dead. Puts you to dead. Is it true that fentanyl's like cheaper? And so they put that stuff in with the crack? And because the crack is more expensive? And so they cheapen it by putting fentanyl in it? But fentanyl also kills you? But they hopefully, they don't kill all of you because they need more customers. Well, you guys are not drug users, abusers, right? Not that many of the Hake Report listeners abuse drugs, except for the pot, which I disavow that too, and alcohol and, and caffeine. <laughs> it's, it's a drug. It's a drug. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we wish him well, right? Everybody looking for a double standard. Let me get to William in California on the line. William, how are you doing? <laughs> What's up, James? Hey, good to hear from you. How was your weekend, bro? It was nice. I uh, hung out, went to the beach, oh, yeah. chilled. Oh, you did? Me yeah. too. Nice. Um, what I beach was, do you go actually, to? I actually, uh, James, Friday I left early. Uh, the old lady had a medical function down there. I was a, I was down your way. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I went to uh, San Diego. Oh, okay. And um, I went to um, what's that? Coronado. Okay. Yes, that's one of the best ones. I think I heard. What's that? That might be like one of the best beaches in the beaches United in States. The state. Yeah. Yeah, Coronado Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that is a nice area. I, I used to go there a lot. Um, you know, that's right outside the, um, is it Camp Pendleton, the naval okay. base? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, nice area. Yeah. Nice area. You guys, weather was really good last weekend, too. That, um, James, that was my story, man. I seen that last weekend. The one with the guy Just on the run, the guy on the crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of killed me. I was like, "Crack." Yeah. Where the hell did they find that? Do they still make that stuff? Well, in Rhode Island, I guess they're behind the times or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, he. He just needs some help, man. It's, you know. He needs. Look, he needs prayer. Yeah. Yeah. He needs help. You need to yeah. you you mentioned Diane Feinstein. I think I sent you a post of her. Um, she's not looking too good. No, yeah, she's looking like death. She's really, yeah. she's really gotten yeah. frail and sort of skinny. Yeah. She used to be sort of, yeah. you know, has with some pudge to her, and uh, no, yeah, well, not she's anymore. Been around a long time. Yeah, she's eighty nine you know? years old, and that's right. N- not all eighty nine year olds are equal. You know, Sheriff no, Joe Arpaio, no, because I think he's 90 you, now. Wait a minute. You're right about that. Because you know what? Uh, um, as you know, was it Friday? Also, 
Jim Brown died. Yeah, Jim Brown. Okay, the now listen to this, man. Post a picture player. of him and his wife. Just, I mean, recent picture. He looked good. And they oh, they yeah. complimented each other. They complimented each other very well. And, um, of course, she wasn't an old bag. I mean, you know, usually men don't really want those um, used-up older women. They don't, they don't like them. Yeah. But he had a younger wife. And, um, I oh. mean, she was like, she, she was not 18, but she was younger than him. He died at 88, and he looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't really he seen any pretty, pictures of him looking really old and decrepit. He didn't look too bad. Yeah. I mean, he he was 88. You said Feinstein, what, Feinstein was 89? Yeah. She's 89? Yeah. He was 88, and he didn't look too bad at all. Right. Yeah. I, uh, you never he, know what may happen with your body as you yeah, that's get, true. get up there. That's true. You'd be a picture of health and something can take it over. Yeah. That was uh, Muhammad Ali's case. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, so Al is showing out at the funeral for the subway guy. Is that what that is? Yeah, that was uh, Al Sharpton. He did... I guess he delivered the eulogy or a eulogy, right? Supposedly right. honoring J- Jordan Neely, the guy who was the MJ mm-hmm. impersonator, as we heard on American Anchor Baby, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. And well, how many lies did he tell? He, well, he told one lie, saying he didn't threaten anybody. Be- well, at least he. That's dis- what the blacks usually do. They usually lie. Yeah. Did, um, did, did he? So did anybody say anything about the young lady that got killed in Chicago? The police officer. Not that did I'm they make aware a big of. Deal out of her like they did. Um, um, oh yeah, you, you told Al me about Sh- that, right? Yeah. A right. female police okay, officer. So Al Sharpton's known for lying anyway. I mean, you got the Twana Brawley story. Remember that? Yeah. And then you have actually. Um, I just you know, I know that name. I don't even. I wasn't really aware the of the story back then. The police. It's the black little black kid. She was a young teenager at the time that, that disappeared from home. Uh-huh. Like teenagers kind of run away a little bit and they get a little antsy with their parents. Yeah. And uh, she lied on a, a few white people and said that she was raped. And that's not a good thing to say in the state. Of, I think, was it New York? I think it was. Okay. Um, not a good place to say that. Everybody's about to get in a race war. And they found out that she was not telling the truth as well as Al Sharpton. Yeah. But uh, they didn't make a big deal out of um, the police officer's funeral like they did um, the girl in Louisville. Right. Or, or who, was, who was actually a drug dealer. And, um, I mean, it's like Corey Bush and the squad and all of them, you know. You're saying that? Are you saying that Breonna Taylor was is, that Louisville gal? You're saying that she was a yeah, drug dealer. Yeah, I think she. That's the Louisville girl. Yeah, yeah, she was the drug dealer. You're saying she's a drug dealer? Well, she was sleeping with two of them. She was a bottom girl. Well, bottom you, girl, she was delivering. I yeah, I couldn't. I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny. But yeah, that, you're, you're right. She was ex girlfriend. The story goes one. that she was delivering. She was help delivering. She had to rent a car that was a setup for had a, a body uh, homicide. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, this is not somebody that you probably shouldn't be national news. It's just not. Yeah. We don't want her to die, of course. Right. But, but she uh, put herself in that position. 
It's true. Right, right. You know, and you shoot, you heard the boyfriend jumps up because there was some drama with the other drug dealer boyfriend and jumps up in the middle of the night and shoots through the walls and Louisville police lights it up. Yeah. And, um, but I'm just saying that they didn't say too much about this girl in Chicago uh, that was two weeks away from uh, graduating law school at one of the best law schools in the country, Loyola. That that that's the police officer woman that you were talking about who got killed. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And didn't Corey Bush and the squad say they don't advocate for police officers Jeffs to be? What did they say? Something. You know, Corey Bush. This. this yeah, thing. yeah. The the homeless Mount, single mother. Attractive and yeah. <laughs> the mouth uh, baboon. <laughs> but uh, you know they 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 don't care about police officers dying at all. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't really care about these people. They don't even care about the people whom they're eulogizing. Honestly, they're just using them. No. Maybe some of them no. feel emotional about it, and that's how they trick the emotional people. But the yeah. the controllers, if you will, who are themselves controlled, uh, well, you know, don't. It wasn't like I told you last week. There wasn't a grand wizard that killed her. It was not. Yeah. Yep. Those were three. Uh, was it three? It was some girls involved too. Some side chicks uh, that were kind of involved with that. But uh, 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 it's a shame that that happened to the young lady. Yeah. That was on her way to do uh, living a decent life. But, uh, yep. You, you, uh, you and your, yeah, I remember that lady, vaguely remember that lady, that Google thing that you had oh, uh, do you? up there posted. I was wondering I if know. people who are older than me would know, uh, yeah. would be, would f- be yeah. familiar with that name. <laughs> kind of, kind of, you know. What was her name again? She was an activist. She was a turnoff. Anybody that says they're an activist, I, I, I kind of yeah shy away from that because that, Oh, because you're from that area. You're from that town. That she, I mean, she's from San Francisco, I guess. Yeah. Barbara yeah, May Cameron. Brian, all of them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. they, uh, yeah, I remember her. I remember her. Uh, nah. Um, that's just like, you know, all of your favorite mildly attractive. Yeah. You know, I, I heard you. You said she's mildly, and you were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't yeah, even say yeah. it. <laughs> See, that, they don't even know that they're being clowned when you say that. That kills me when you say that. <laughs> but um, this uh, got this uh, cousin that asked me, why does white people, why do white people take over everybody's stuff? <laughs> and I was like, what do you, what? What are you talk? What are you talking about? He says they they always take people's countries, and I'm like, okay, just like the dude in the subway, you need to know the difference between manslaughter and murder. Yeah, it's two different things, right? Now let's go into the white people taking over everybody's stuff. That's called colonizing, right? Is that what you're talking about? Uh huh. What is that? Um, it ain't as simple as just taking people's stuff, man. Right, yep. Very good point. This is the queen. This is 
the, they own these islands. They own these little countries. They colonized these places. Yeah. They brought electricity to them. Made a lot of improvements. Made things better in some yes. ways, worse in others, perhaps. Yes. Yep. In that's America, the, that's America the of, has colonized a few countries too. Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. You need to learn. Hawaii was not a state when it was attacked by Japan. Oh wow! It was just a territory of America. Huh? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever known me to lie? <laughs> wow. We we don't. Why do you think? Why don't we go ahead and it's right off, right off the east coast? Why do you think we don't want Haiti? <laughs> we don't want their problems. We don't want their pro- We don't. Haiti has nothing to offer. Right. The queen. What's America and some of these places, China, the Japan, they colonized for reasons. And this is where these goofballs that say that they don't know their history or yeah. anything and didn't go to class. You they colonized if there was some interest. Natural resources. Yep. Gold, oil, yeah, diamonds. Okay? Just like South Africa, they gave the country back to the blacks. They have tore it up, but they didn't give them the mineral rights, did they? They kept the diamonds. Huh. See, so America has colonized places. England, all these places, all these, it's not just white people, and it's not just America that does this. These places get colonized for a reason, but they don't want Haiti. They don't want Puerto Rico. Right. Because they don't have anything to offer. Yeah. What's what's in? Give me one thing that Haiti has that America wants. Dominican Republic is nice, but nicer anyway. But Haiti, I think, is which nicer. Is the other half. It's like night and day. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they're right next to each other. I know. But Haiti is more satanic, apparently. Or, or isn't Haiti part of the Queen? Wait a minute. Haiti's part of the Queen, right? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. The Bahamas. What's that? Is that That's part of the queen? It's owned by the queen, huh? Well, king now, right? Right. So okay. called king. Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah. Haiti. Okay. Ghana. Yeah. Uh, I think that's part of Queen. See, some of these places, if you do you do something really bad in these places, you will be extradited over to Clint, over to England. Haiti's French, right? That might be French. Yeah, could be. Yeah, because they be. speak French. And that would make yeah. more sense that they're more satanic, because the French, I don't know about those yeah. French. <laughs> Do they speak French, or is it Portuguese? In Haiti, I'm pretty sure they have, like, French type of names, and they speak sort right. of French stuff. It's kind of, because they're... And what is Brazil? Brazil's like, they speak what Portuguese, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting, man. All right. Well, that this, stuff is this, this kind of like a choice of words. Everybody, it's not take up white people take over things. There's a lot more to it than just, you know. I mean, it just doesn't. It's not that simple. But yeah, you got simple a, people thinking. You right, know, that's what you end up with. It's communists. They 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 brainwash the people with resentment and uh, propaganda against right. the against the whites and against right. uh, basic. Let's live in the present day. And accept reality yeah. as it is, type of type right. of thing. <laughs> right. Anyway, I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get myself caught up with it. But I, I, I stand. I stand 
I will not uh, uh, support anything that has anything to do with the alphabets. I'm not going to go out of my way to hurt them, but I can tell you this. I, I don't have to stand with you. Right. You know, because I know that you can't, um, the, 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 that community, um, th- there's been some people that have reversed their process and their surgeries and they've had second thoughts and they're getting yeah. sick. They can't reproduce children and all of that. Did you see the one? Did you see the one that got um, the courthouse about the um, that one that one woman that was ranting in the in, in the court? We need don't beat you. And she started off calm and she went berserk. You just started and screaming in the lobby. Yeah, and then in the lobby, one of them got slammed to the ground by the police. She's just going to go ahead and go in anyway. They're all protesting with their, you know, their basic signs, their same thing all the time, protesting and everything. Yeah. And I think the uh, bailiff uh, slammed one of them, but they had like a rainbow skirt on and slammed hmm. them right to the ground. And then inside, somebody was just going absolutely, I think it was her council, city council, I don't know what it was. She was just going berserk about this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Feinstein didn't look too good, and her her eighty nine looks looked ten times worse than Jim Brown's eighty eight. Right, and it's just, it's like night and day. But you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that uh, that is true. And and the girl with the Google thing, yeah, that I do remember her. Yeah, you got, look. She was with. Let me tell you what she was with. Since you said that, Barbara May Cameron. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this. Remember, I told you about Hell Week. Oh yeah, that was a that was an LGBTQ mess up there, huh? Oh uh, yeah, like a yeah, riot. Yeah. Okay, so Hell Week like was a 19. riot up there. Yeah, Hell Week was connected with three or four things: the the Kool Aid, uh, Jonestown. Okay. Okay. That, that church was on Gary Street, and they had a lot of people, blacks from the Fillmore, that followed him. They ended up dead in Guyana. And, and, and I think Congressman Leo Ryan, when he went down there to see what was going on with Jim Jones and those people, he got shot at the airport along with um, another senator, the female. She recovered. And everybody died except for a couple of people, a couple of blacks that escaped through the jungle. They're still alive to this day. And uh, Harvey Milk, now listen to this one, Harvey Milk. Uh-huh. Uh, was that his assassination during Hell Week? Yes. Whoa. That's Harvey Milk Diane was a radical came homosexual. Into city hall. She came in through the back door because of the assassination. Dan White assassinated Harvey Milk. He was... Big in the alphabet community. So Dan Dan White was our yeah. part of that community. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 He killed Harvey right. Milk, who was part of that community. Okay. Then, then um, the alphabets got really crazy about that, and Feinstein was um, immediately put in office, and then. Um, the fourth thing that happened was the riots on Van S. They burned all the police cars. Oh, okay. They burned all the police cars. This riot was between alphabet people and people of number. So if you go, what's the opposite of alphabet? It would be numbers. So it was like 
pretty much straight people and alphabet people, and it was a big riot, and, and it, it was nasty. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nice at all. It burned up everything. So you got the, the Jonestown, the assassination, the situation in Guyana of a church in San Francisco, Diane Feinstein coming into office, and the riots. Four to five things happened in that one week. How do you spell Van Ness? V-A-N-N-E-S-S? New yeah. word, N-E-S-S? Mm-hmm. Huh. And that was up there. That's a main street. City Hall's on Van Ness. Okay. Interesting. So, the, well, the thank police you for the presence history, was Leslie. heavy. The police presence was heavy, but they, they, went, they went crazy, James. Yeah. I probably was... What year is that? I don't even know. Uh, 79 or 78? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. It's, uh, I'd be about 19, 18, 19 1978. Years old. 1978. I was 18. Hmm. Just about get ready to get out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. man. I appreciate it, William. It's it, good to hear from you. Little history. Little history. Good, yeah. history. good to hear from you, too. You guys have a good one. All right. You as well. All right. Bye. Uh, super chats, guys. I got to read some super chats. I am remiss in not reading all the super chats. Over on D Live, M Axe Murderer gave a diamond during, presumably during the uh, last Chinese song of last Friday, of this past Friday. Hake is using music to send messages to his Chinese handler. Indeed. <laughs> does Hake have a Chinese handler? How many handlers does Hake have? It's terrible. <laughs> Yes, it is AAPI month. And yes, we are playing Chinese music. Mina is saying that it's getting old. So I do have an English-speaking song to share with you guys, maybe at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that, or fast forward to that. <laughs> Demon Rats says, based America first. He bought a coffee on Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I.com, slash The Hake Report. Demon Rats passed a huge budget that ran out of money halfway. <laughs> wow. Sleepy Joe calls on Republicans to move from their extreme position on spending cuts. He says he's willing to cut some spending but wants more taxes. More debt, higher taxes, cut spending later. Taxpayers lose again, says Based America First. Wow. I didn't know that they, uh, I didn't know that they, Passed a huge mu- budget, and then th- that thing ran-, ran out of money halfway through. <sighs> I saw this funny, that reminds me, I saw this funny PolitiFact check. I was checking the f- fact checks, fact, fact, fact check. Social Security over in the main folder, Hassan. Social Security, according to Ron Johnson, he said that it's a legal Ponzi scheme. Well, that was fact-checked by Vanessa Swales on PolitiFact, part of the Pointer Institute. Featured fact-check. Ron Johnson stated April 24th, 2023 AD in a public statement. He says Social Security is a legal Ponzi scheme, and that was rated mostly false. So it's kind of true? In other words, are you saying that it's kind of true? It's a little bit true? It's a little bit true that it is a legal Ponzi scheme. (laughs) 
I learned what a Ponzi scheme was, I think, by listening to American Anchor Baby, who knows, who knows stuff. He looks up stuff and learns stuff and knows stuff. Check him out. American Anchor Baby. He's a host, a fellow host on the uh, Jason Lee Peterson Network. And I think I learned from him what a Ponzi scheme was. Basically, like, it's funded by the new people paying into it. And that's kind of true, right? The stuff that you paid, stuff that you old folks paid into it, uh, you, that money that did not gain enough money to, to, uh, maintain your life after retirement. No, the stuff that's being paid now by the youngins is what's funding your life because, it, they use it like a slush fund or something, I heard. Somebody said that. Slush fund means just grab that money. Or do they, I don't know what they even do. The man Ponzi had a stamp scam, says uh, Slam Free Poetry. So, uh, I just found that somewhat interesting. Shout out to Ron Johnson. Is he a Republican or a Republican? I do not know. But I have a generally positive impression of him. I'm not sure, though. But that's the demon rats. They spend like crazy. Uh, John Zimmer bought a coffee on Ko-Fi. K-O-F-I.com slash The Hake Report. They lie in school. They lie in school, kids, about history and natural law, about outbreaks and healthcare jabs. Concerning made-up racial strife and so-called acts of terror. Yeah, they do. As well as unprecedented natural disasters. But why of why would they lie about the shape of God's earth? All is well. John Zimmer says, <laughs> uh, Did I learn in school that the, that the earth is a globe? Or did I learn it from my pops? And where did he learn it? Uh... It's clearly a ball, though. I, w- I did a beach stream. Thank you, John Zimmer. I b- appreciate the coffee. Uh, what do they know about the shape of God's earth? It's clearly a ball, though. If it were flat, it would turn me into an atheist. Let's just say that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but some people are like, oh, it's flat, therefore it brought me to God. I went and did a beach stream. I go to the beach sometimes. And I record for like a half hour, 45 minutes, and upload it onto YouTube and other platforms and stream it out in the, later in the afternoon, evening. Nighttime, sometimes late at night. And you see that crisp, horizontal horizon. Why would the horizon be horizontal if it were not if it were flat, if it were flat, it would not be horizontal. It would be, you would see it like at an angle. Wouldn't, wouldn't there be like a slight angle to it? Because you're not close, you're closer to one end of the earth than the other. You're not in the direct center of, of, uh, of the earth if, unless you're in the center of the earth, the flat earth. You would see, you're more likely to see a curve if, if it's on a disc then if you were on the ball, you're always in the center of the ball. Hake, the globe model is a false satanic lie. <laughs> so he says, so says Slam Free Poetry. He's one of the 
chief flat earthers. I'm with chief Baltard. Uh, you're so close to the... What's funny is I was noting that you're so close to the uh, ball, and this is a huge ball, that you're just as far apart from the end of, of what you can see from anywhere that you are, practically. Plus or minus, right? Because you're in the middle of the ball. Here's the ball, you're in the middle of it, and you're right, basically a part of it. So of course it's going to look flat, because that's just as far away as that. What makes you think you would see a curve? What makes you think, flat earthers, that you would see a curve? You're more likely to see a curve if it were a disc. Duh. Danimal gave a super chat and said, Never stop, Hake. Thank you, Danimal. On streamlabs.com slash the Hake report. I don't know if I read that one last time. Uh, so, it's clearly a ball. All you land lover, landlocked people. You just need to go to the beach and then you're you can't picture it any other way but a ball. And what makes you think that you would see a curve? You'd have to look over there and over there. What makes you think you would even see a curve? Anyway, uh, I, am, I was remiss in not reading the Super Chats. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. I think that's all. Check Odyssey and Rumble. We are fine. We're all clear. And buy me a coffee.com slash the report. Okay, let me get to... Nate in Southern California, who's on the line. Oh, you know what, Nate? Hold on, man. Let me not get to you. It's time for some music. I would be remiss in not playing Chinese music. It's AAPI month, guys. Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Thanks, Obama. I am hoping that this will work. This track is entitled Come Closer. It's a duet by Priscilla Chan and uh, Jackie Chung from the 2001 album Zhen Jin Dian. I don't know if I'm pronouncing you know, the accents correctly. Probably not. By Priscilla Chan. Hopefully it doesn't get me blocked. Hopefully it doesn't get me blocked in Russia. Jackie and Andy doesn't get you bl- do not get you blocked. But these other female Chinese singer ladies, they get you blocked. But here's the uh, music video. Hopefully the volume is fine, guys. Clip 100. Hassan, let's go ahead and start it. And I'll talk you through a little bit of it. Jackie Chung and Priscilla Chan. There's Jackie. (laughs) So nice, guys. Enjoy. Cover your ears. Sing La La La, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Oh, what? Oh, what the- <laughs> Hold on. Uh, we're starting it from the top. We're starting it from the top. Oh, oh, oh. 
嘴忆里一切的好东西，也日满你的趣味。如浓茶里渗着爱，渗着快乐，渗着你，让我可偷偷细味，共你举杯，微妙人生里，终于有你，有了生机。我那天经过碰着你，你笑得比这世上美，叫我不得不追求你。世界中一切亦无味，不一起，你也许不算最完美，却更加使我挂念。我舍不得不留起，是分秒来共你一起，叫我不得不接近你。Priscilla, everybody, getting scowls. 
you boomer. Nate, go in once. Nate is late. Come off of mute. Well, we'll put him on hold. <laughs> uh, that song has me feeling things. What the? <laughs> yeah, that's what beautiful uh, duets do. They're meant to, uh, it's an easy trick. It's an easy trick. Uh, so let me tell you about, speaking of feelings, what feelings do these stir in you, guys and gals? This is about Jewish billboards in Los Angeles. Yeah, and I'll get to Nate after this story. Uh, I've mostly seen in Los Angeles, I don't get out much, but I try not to anyway, because, you know, crime in L.A. They do crime in broad daylight. <sighs> kind of like in Chicago, I had that caller who says that she was R-worded. Not R-worded as in slow down. R-worded as in, it rhymes with aped. Um, in broad daylight, according to her, well, yeah, so I stay out of it. But I've been seeing these ugly, nasty, spirited pink billboards in Los Angeles talking about Jew hatred. It just makes it sound ugly, too. And how it talks about how recent the quote-unquote Holocaust was, right? It says, end Jew hatred. Like, that's going to work. You know what I mean? And I'll try not to say jelly bean, because I get it. I get it. That's not going to work. You're just spreading. You look like a complainer or a nagger. Nobody likes a nagger. Even the nagger doesn't like the nagger. Don't be naggy. It's, it's spreading hatred, resentment, suspicion, malice. And it's not even checking yourself, you know? And eye-roll provoking messages. I have, show this one, it's in the uh, Jewish billboards folder. This is the pink one, I think. Hopefully I have it in here. And hopefully it's straight up and down, upright. Oh, dude, okay, yes. Uh, Look at this one. We're just 70, and it's all pink. It looks like a T-Mobile ad, but it's uglier. Well, I don't know if it's... Looking at it from this, looking at it in a photograph, it looks more attractive than it does in person. Oh, hot pink. It's an eyesore. These beautiful trees, and then this. We're just 75 years since the gas chambers. So no, a billboard calling out Jew hate isn't an overreaction. Hashtag. Hashtag. People still do hashtags. (laughs) Hashtag end Jew hatred. Jewbelong.com. And the word belong is, uh, and dot com are in black. The whole rest of it is white letters. Sans serif, by the way. So it's not even attractive. Some sans serif fonts are attractive. But this pink is not, it's not pretty. It's ugly. I don't even think people who like pink would think that this is pretty. Victims don't recover, says Frederick La. Frederick La. (laughs) <laughs> Frederick L.A. Emily Egan suggests the Jews, these particular ones in particular, I mean, I guess, hate themselves. Uh, 
Yeah, it's like, like you can't control other people. You can't control other people. You can't force people. This is like women. This is like women stuff. Oh, men hate us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Je- I will try to stop saying, know what I mean, Jelly Bean. <laughs> uh, I got a comment. <laughs> so it made me uh, alert, aware of myself. So that's an example of ugliness, victimhood. Uh, saying, oh, it's not an overreaction. You know, and they have various messages similar to this. And it's all over L.A. And the L.A. area. So they're spending all this money, and it's not even an attractive sign. If it were black instead of pink, I don't know. Even still. Even still. Oh, I think one message said it's not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti- I don't know. I forget what it was. But I've also seen some- Let's get to the pleasant one. Get this ugly eyesore out of here. There's a couple of pleasant ones. Look at this one. This one's also a Jewish billboard. But it's nicer. It's better. It's actually biblical. From the Bible, the Old Testament. I've seen these nice messages on these nice white billboards that are not an eye. Isn't that so much better? As billboards go, you know, as the city goes. That's much nicer. And you zoom in on it, it says nice things like, this one says, be slow to anger and abounding in kindness. And who's, who made this one? Let's see. Not jubilong.com, I'll tell you that much. JewishLA.org slash unite. Aw. Aw, doesn't this make you feel... Be slow to anger and abounding in kindness. One of them said, love thy neighbor. It just said, love thy neighbor. Something like that. Isn't that so much better? That one makes me feel good about the Jews, doesn't it? Shout out. It's not an eyesore. It's actually a a way better message. (laughs) And you hate. How about love? Like uh, JLP's new producer, Sean, pointed out, positive reinforcement instead of don't hate <laughs> or end you hatred and, and other people's and other people who have hatred in their heart. How about uh, address your own love <laughs> and gas chambers? Yeah, I know. Actually, it's a way better message than the average billboard of any kind. Think about it. All the rest of the billboards are like alcohol. I know it's alcohol. It's not alcohol. I'm just trying to sound cute. Uh, Beer. I like beer. Uh, Drugs. Vape. Pot. uh, Pot for delivery. Some degenerate movie. Unchristian movie. Yeah, I know that these people are not Christians, but at least this is, like, it works with the Christians. I did see one Christian one. I put it on my IG or, in, hey, IG or, or, or my personal IG, Instagram. I'm never on it, okay, so don't DM me. I don't check with DMs, except for on Twitter, on the Hake Report. But don't, don't slam me with a bunch of DMs. 
please. <laughs> uh, it was like the dinosaurs never went to church and look what happened to them. That was funny. That's a nice message, too. But this one is nice. Shout out to the uh, Jews. Don't tell me what to do, Billboard. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so I just thought I would share that with you. Wasn't that nice? There, see? Some are worse than others. Everybody DM Hake on Twitter. <laughs> Ban all billboards. Uh, so. Some of these Jewish people have more, are more sensible. Right? And some senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless, they fake God's commands. Anybody listen to Officer Negative, the Christian punk rock band? Quick super chat from The Key on Streamlabs. Really enjoying the music this month for AAIP. <laughs> it's not AAIP. Asian American Islander Pacific. So peaceful and solace. Feels like I'm the silent prayer in the silent prayer listening to it. What music will you play next month to boycott Pride Month? Oh, Lord. I don't know, The Key. It's a, uh, I have not thought that, I have not settled on anything. It has crossed my mind. Spoiler alert says, reminder that the book Schindler's Ark, on which the movie Schindler's List is based, won both the Booker Prize for fiction, fiction, and Los Angeles Times for fiction. Interesting. Los Angeles Times Prize for fiction. Interesting. Thank you, spoiler alert. Referring to Schindler's List. I didn't know that Schindler's List, I've said this on the show before, had that one guy, Liam Neeson, you know, the uh, middle-aged sort of, sort of manly-seeming actor guy who uh, was, look, was walking around with a cudgel looking for some black bastard, sorry kids, to, uh, to beat after his female friend was, or female acquaintance lady was, was R-worded, rhymes with aped. And it was, you know, purportedly by a black. Walking around London with a cudgel or cudgel or, you know, a, a, a bat. Because he was in a fit. And everybody thought, oh, he's racist for that. Well, he was angry and it was, give me a break. So anyway, spoiler alert is cultured. He knows his stuffs, says uh, Lord Bibby. Yeah, Schindler's Ark. Schindler's List starred Liam Neeson, and Liam Neeson played like a, a Nazi-affiliated businessman, but he would hire or, or protect different Jewish people, and it was nice. I only recently saw that movie. I was like, oh... I remember hearing when it first came out that it should be really good and you should watch it. So I was kind of sort of wanting to watch it, not that much, for many, many years, I guess. And I got around to it just recently. I, saw, I liked that one movie with that one, that one comedy, Life is Beautiful. I've seen it like a couple of times. I think I owned it and I lent it to a friend and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> Life is Beautiful. And it has this funny guy who's like marching right before he, and walking all funny, makes his son laugh, 
right before he gets executed by the Nazis. I just spoiled the movie. Darn. But it's old. You guys should have seen it already by now. Forget it. Forget what I said. But I don't know if it's... I don't know if I would still like the movie. Have you seen Life is Beautiful, Hassan? I have not, and I feel like <laughs> I should have. Yeah, you, you ought to see it. And let me know what you think. Or yeah, maybe we'll, we'll catch it sometime. Yeah, I feel like I've heard it a lot referenced. So okay. I, I, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. You know, Drudge pointed out, oh, there's all these World War II movies, you know, about the... I guess because it's a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood, and they make their victim movie. That's true. But uh, some are, you know, they're, some are nice. Some are better than others. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fictional, but Inglorious Bastards is my favorite. I have not seen that. Yeah. That's uh, by that one guy. Quentin Tarantino. He, is he now t- Italian? Uh, I think he's married to an Italian. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Tarantino, isn't that an Italian sort of name somewhat? Maybe it is, but... His I, dad is a Trump supporter, I think. Really? Yeah. That's or interesting. Was. Yeah. I think he was. Or he was friends or fans of uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Something. Yeah, his father's more conservative than he is. Isn't that always the way? The father is better than the son. Yeah, I don't think he grew up with his father. Oh. I think he... Uh, He's a mama's boy. Yeah, well, I mean... That would I explain mean, some. Yeah, he definitely talks about how his mother's boyfriends would take him to movies. Oh, Wow. So, wow, that's how he got into movies. Yeah, like she would say, like if you want to get in with me, you gotta take Quentin to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is from him, right? He, he said According to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Quentin Tarantino. He makes these weird movies, and they're sort of disturbing a lot, and they're really bloody and not very child friendly. Some of them are rougher than others. Some of them are quite interesting. And uh, so one of them is kind of anti-racist. Django? I don't know if it's anti-racist. Anti-white? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets, depends Jamie Foxx is the black who, who's like, he's like, I get to kill whites. How awesome is that? He's like, I'm a slave, freed slave. How black is that? And I get to kill whites. How awesome is that? Something like that. I don't know. It was a, it was a viral... Moment, people overreacted to it. Oh, yeah, he did an SNL monologue. Okay, you remember that? I do. Yeah. But anyway, thank you, Hassan. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Um, let me double check for any more. Oh, evil is still real. It says, prove your wh- whiteness and say the words. Do you know what mean jelly bean? Yes, I do. Tennis shoe. Also, Schindler's List is fiction because the... Holocaust is fiction, according to him, which I disavow for the sake of my channel. And also, I don't know or, or much care. Uh, but anyway, thank you, guys. Uh, double check over on Buy Me a Coffee and on Ko-Fi. Okay, all clear. Let me get to Nate in Southern California real quick. Nate, are you there? Yeah, hey, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. You sound like you're on a speakerphone or in the... In oh, a, hold on. Let me get a speakerphone and let me check. Um, testing my yeah, patience. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, I got to tell you about the passing of our friend Ron. You yes, sound yes. awful, man. You sound worse than before. 
Hey, can you hear me? Hey. Much, much better. Go ahead. Okay, I, po- I apologize. I Accepted. just want to talk about the, the uh, that we lost Ron yesterday. He was uh, Justin from Fullerton and mine's uh, mutual friend. Oh, and, did uh, just, did we kn- did yeah. I know him? No, no, okay. uh, we knew him because he used to clean our carpet. Oh wow, was and, he black uh, or white or Hispanic yeah, he, or what? He, he was he was black. He was black. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and Justin has to do the eulogy, so maybe he'll call in about having to do that. But unfortunately, I was the one that had to put him in the dirt. Gone too soon, huh? How how yeah. old was he? Do you know? <laughs> well, no, he, um, he, he just quite possibly is the most rude carpet cleaner you would ever meet, Cake. Uh, nice. He's not really dead. I had to uh, teach him a lesson oh. over the phone because, because, yeah, he thought he was very smart. Like, him and Justin were drinking beers and smoking weed. And, you know, I was at the church, and they thought they were going to prank call me. <laughs> and so Ron gets on the phone. And he's like, he's pretending he's Justin, right? So we know a black voice from a from a Justin voice, right? Yeah, Justin in Fullerton, he's, he's pretty, yeah. he sounds white. Right. So yep. This black guy thinks he's going to be sly by trying to be Justin from Fullerton. And we know what Justin looks like. Like taller, white guy with bald head, you know, blue eyes. No, I don't know what Justin looks like. Okay, that's what he looks like. And then, you know, Ron is about my height, like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and he's black. Okay. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, so he didn't fool you. Right, right. He was trying to be very sly, but, I mean, you don't have to be too smart to catch a black from a white, right? True. <laughs> okay, True. so we go through a long, long time of uh, him pretending to be Justin and me just waiting you know, for the big reveal and him denying all the time that he's not, right? So um, we finally catch him because we said, hey, God's right here at the church with me. We ask that you just be honest, please. And um, he said, hey, man, do you remember me? It's Ron, the guy that cleaned your carpet. <laughs> I said, yeah, I remember you. I'm the one that let you in. He says, well, um, how about me and Justin are going to come on down and hang, hang out at your place? I said, well, you're going to have to you know, wait, at least wait till I get home. I'm at the church right now. No, nah, man, come on. We're going to come down right now, he says. I said, okay, but my, my dad's there, you know, and uh, he's a little racist, kind of like how everybody is, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> And um, but this guy Ron, he's so bright. He's he sits there like he's on the phone with me and Justin Dermott. I think Justin is kind of a cruel Jewish friend. Like you wouldn't want him as a friend. He would he would serve like somebody like Ron to me over the phone. <laughs> and um, wow. are you on drugs right now, Nate? No, I'm just drinking coffee out in front of my uh, house. That's that a drug. Okay? Caffeine is a drug. Are you I, hyper? I, all I had was a caffeine and a cigarette. Yeah, I kind of. Well, it's a good story that we have here today. I don't know Ron. what the point of this story is. Well, the point the point is, is Ron shouldn't be so rude as to think that he can come over and hang out wherever. But don't he, tattle on Ron the on the Hake report. Well, this I, is not. Least, this is not okay. the tattle on bla- on blacks show. Well, we just wanted to sh- give an example of, <laughs> of a type of black that would just have the. You know what he told me? He told me he said he said no hey, no, right. no no he said, no no. Listen, hey, he said if I put on a bow tie and right, go before your father, he will let me in. I said he doesn't even like Louis Farrakhan. Whatever, man. Okay, I, hey, let me just mention my Facebook group. No, 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 no! I can't do that. I gotta go. I gotta go, <laughs> Nate. Nate, I hung up on Nate. Just because I don't want him to plug anything. He's telling me about his... He thinks he's... Nate, I appreciate you, man. We wish Nate well. I had to hang up on him because I didn't want him to plug anything. But, uh... Somebody said that that was boring. (laughs) 
But thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it, I guess. John in Kentucky is on the line. Let's talk to a sensible man. Right? John, how are you doing, Kentucky, John? Boring. Boring. Yeah, he's not black. He was trying. That guy's hyper. Yeah. He's hyper, though. Like, he, he talks real quick, fast, and everything. Yeah. Man, I, I saw you chasing squirrels the other day. Man, what you got going on? <laughs> yeah. Chasing I, I, squirrels. You're referring to, oh, I was in Santa Monica, and there were a whole bunch of squirrels on the ground. Yeah, and yeah, I was kind of like chasing a, them. I think they're chipmunks, like a different... They uh, may be, yeah. Because they burrow on the ground. Right. But, man, I've been meaning to ask you for a couple of weeks now. I could never get through. Yeah. You said I was angry. What makes you think I'm angry? Because uh, you buy into the anti-white... <laughs> you buy into the, like, the anti-white mess, which indicates anger of some sort. And then you said some no. pretty horrific things that we won't get into. But Hey, the truth is the truth, though. And the Bible says what it says. We don't have to get into that, but the Bible does say that. Um, and yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, true. But it's kind of like you're jumping to conclusions about it, which could be a sign of anger. Mm, not not a conclusion. It's just you know, like once I find out, the flat earthers think that the Bible says that the Earth is flat. Well, I mean, they're mistaken. Right. The, the, the Bible's not for them, man. The Bible's only for the Israelites, first of all. So you can you can uh, have your own opinion on who the Israelites are, but it's the Bible's only written for the Israelites. So everybody else who claims it are uh, pretty much ignorant. What about where the what about does the New Testament? Do you guys also read the New Testament or no? Yeah, the the whole book. Yeah, the whole book. Doesn't it also say the Gentile too? Such as, first for the Jews, also for the Gentiles, something like that. Yeah, but the Gentiles are Israelites who don't know they're Israelites, so they think they're American. Uh, they think they're, uh, whatever country they live in, they think they're that name, but they're not. Oh, so there's Jews and Gentiles. Those are, those are all, and then there's outsiders. But there are, there are Gentiles like you. I mean, you are a Gentile, but what you're referring to, what you're referring to are Israelites who don't know that they're Israelites. Oh, man. Okay. So that, so so not, so not me, the Gentile. But for Gentiles who are, who somebody think that has to go into slavery. Somebody has to. Uh, somebody has to uh, pay for what their forefathers did. That's what the Bible says. It does. So, yeah. Where? Yeah, it does. It, I have to paraphrase it, but it says, um, "Man, you put me on spot." <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. Dang, I can't even paraphrase it. Well, well I know that I know that there are places where where it says the fa- the sons will pay for their father's sins, and there are places yeah. where it says that they won't. It says well, both I don't things. Know about that. The Bible don't contradict itself, so you'll understand. I'm not saying that it's contradicting. I'm just saying that it says a couple of different things because it means a couple of it means it in a couple of different ways. But man, I'm yeah. not angry. You're not, not angry. angry. You know. I okay. disagree totally about y'all's view on having emotion and everything like that. Right. Like, that makes no sense to be a numb person who doesn't feel any emotion. It makes no sense. It's not numb? natural. You think that numb. means numb? But yeah, you're numb. But you like, put the word like, numb. Like Jesse. Yeah, you put, you think Jesse is numb? Yeah, like, he, he says happiness is a, uh, made up. 
uh, you know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be sad at does times. Je- does Jesse seem numb to you? He, he doesn't seem numb, but the way he explains emotion, it's like you're supposed to be. Right, but that's like just a misunderstanding. It's kind of like you. It's kind of like the misunderstanding yes, he, of the he's Bible. Misunderstood in me. He's misunderstood in me. Right, you're misunderstanding him. No. Yeah, I you're making so. an assumption about him being numb. He didn't say numb. Well, let me ask you then. Yeah. Is it okay to be happy? I I think so. I think it's okay. Is it okay to be sad? Yeah, it's okay. It should it should be okay to be angry at times. It's okay. It's not good for you, but it's it's okay. You let people be angry, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always thought y'all spoke against that, though. Yeah, because it's it is evil comes out of it. Mm, only if you act. Only if you act. Only if you act on it. Uh, I don't. I, I so dispute like, that because of the sake of the children, for example. Because a children, you may not act out on on your anger and like beat a child or or whatever, but a child can pick up on the angry, evil spirit of a mother or father. Well, I mean, we're supposed to know how to behave too. If you have kids, you, you're not supposed to discipline them with anger. Right. That, that's different. That's different from from having anger in different situations, though. Like it's okay if, if someone murders your family. It's okay to be angry. But to go out and get revenge and kill right. the person to kill your family, like you shouldn't do that. But to be angry, it's okay. But you but should that get emotion will change. How quickly should you get over it? Oh, uh, that's up to the individual. No, but like, how how quickly is best for the per- for that person to get over it? You know, you really can't put time on it because all of us don't experience stuff like that. So you really can't put time on it. But there but is a time you- where everybody should eventually get over it. Oh yeah, yeah, but I can't put a time on it. That's fair. That's fair. I don't. I can't put a. I can't put a day on it. Yeah, I agree with I that. Mean, hopefully, I'll never have to go through it. Does the Bible does say don't let the sun set on your anger? Okay. Doesn't it say that? Well, you know more about the Bible than I do, but I, I think I have some better understanding. See, the Bible's for me. The, <laughs> the Bible's not for you. <laughs> it seems like it's, you, it seems like it has principles that are pretty universal. When I say yeah, pretty universal, pr- I mean actually universal. They are. The principles are universal. U- universal. And you can, you can use them if you want, but when it comes down to context of the Bible, everybody wants to claim it. And it, that's what I, yeah. I thought that was the right way at first, but that's not true. And the Israelites di- didn't disappear. They just forgot who they were. Uh, you know what I mean? So, spoiler alert gave a question. For you, the Bible says he says that the descendants of Jacob and Israel slash Israel, right? Same thing, will be yeah. a blessing to all the nations. Do you think that that describes the black race, John from Kentucky? Well, that hasn't happened yet. So we will be a blessing to to all after we come together. The us, the, the, the righteous ones, the uh-huh. ones who keep His law, yeah, and, and who are going to set Him back on high after we after we come as one, the whole world is going to have peace on earth at that point. But we have to have a whole lot of trials and tribulations take place, like really bad stuff before that happens. Present day, would you say that blacks, by and large, are a blessing or a curse on the nations that they inhabit? By and large, we'll see, I don't like 
the way you framing that question because <laughs> uh, blacks do a lot of good, and then the blacks you're talking about do a lot of evil. I would say that for all races. So I wouldn't, I can't answer that question and say that uh, blacks are great or blacks are evil. I, I, I can't put us all under one banner like that. That's the way y'all do every, this whole show. By yeah, the way. I would. I would be honest about it and say th- they're by and large a, a pox, a pox, or whatever, that, a negative for uh, the countries that they're in, by and large, overall. Mm, I don't know and you can that. say, you can say all people are, are that way of some, on some level or other, too. Yeah, because most people are evil. Yeah, I mean, if you want to single out the blacks, go ahead. I mean, y'all been doing it since y'all... You singled them out by calling yourself the Israelites. Well, I mean, blacks aren't only Israelites. And I agree with you. If if uh, you guys were if you guys were uh, really following God's law, then you would be a blessing on wherever you go. We do, and and we're gonna have y'all following God's law after we put y'all in slavery. <laughs> nice, kind of like kind of like what I, we I'm did, kind of like what we did for you. We put no. you, we put you, we made you guys Christians. Y'all took the scripture and y'all twisted it. Y'all made Jesus white. No, and, we uh, didn't. Yes, y'all did. Y'all, y'all, y'all changed the faces. Who cares? Judge, Who even cares? Judge. You can't do that. That's that's. Uh, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. Yes, and no, you made him black, and yeah, you know, you're accusing us of making him white. We didn't make him white. Hey, all of your white followers think Jesus Christ is white. No, not all of them do. Most yes, of them they do. No, Put I would. Chat, I would folks. bet you. Put it in the chat. Folks. A few of them. A few of them might white, or don't know, don't care. Or, uh, number one for white. I would guess that mo. I never grew up thinking that he was white or anything. I just, oh, I was, he's olive skinned or something like that. No, it's not olive, dark skin. Yeah, yeah. No, it's olive. If they knew. No, it's dark. <laughs> no, it's olive. The Bible, does, the Bible does not say olive. See, you made him black. Say, You're accusing us of doing what you I did. I said dark skin. I said dark skin. Very dark skin. But aren't you accusing us of doing what you did? You turned him your the, color. Listen. And lied the, to us. <laughs> the, the reason why you say olive is yeah. because it kills y'all to think that Jesus Christ can be a black man. No, it it, it doesn't. It's just not. It just seems yeah. nonsensical. But you're gonna. Find it doesn't out kill that me. He is, he, he is I support JLP man. and JLP's black. I have no problem in being JLP and not, Joel Friday. Black and they're black. <laughs> but hey, man, I All gotta right. get up out of here, man. Nice talking with you, John, in Kentucky. Right. Adios. Yeah. Bye, Rick in Hampton. New York, Hampton, Virginia, I'm pretty sure, on the line. How you doing, Rick? What's up, James? What's going on, my brother? Not much. How about you? Man, I'm doing fine, man. I'm doing fine. Had a pretty good weekend. Can't complain. I'm doing good. I'm blessed. Right on. That's cool. You know, man, I love talking to those Israelites. (laughs) They always kill me. They talk about Christ is black. I like okay. They, they get mad when everybody else have a picture of Jesus Christ, whether he's Asian, Hispanic, Christ, but yet Christ ain't that guy with the afro with the red eyes either. Yeah, it it doesn't even and matter. They to, <laughs> they, yes, exactly. They, they go to Revelation fourteen, and um, they you know where it says his feet was bronze, hair was like wool, but that's a supernatural state. What did he look like when he walked the earth? The scriptures don't describe that. Yeah, right. 
They don't even try that. Because it's, they go it, that's nat- about the spirit. Go ahead, James. Because it's about the spirit. Right. It doesn't... It doesn't yeah, matter. he's in a supernatural state. Because if Christ looked like that, then if he stars would come out of his mouth too. If anybody has stars come out of their mouth, I'm running. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good point. But you know, you know, I'm like, that's a supernatural state. I always ask him, what did he look like when he walked the earth? And they are sign as a church mouse. And then they want to say, um, you know, because um, actually they, they never like to talk about the Egyptians, they enslaved the Israelites for 400 years, and they were brutal. They were black, and you'd never hear them bring that up. Who, uh, the Egyptians were black, are you saying? Yeah, yes. But were they, they really black? They, I don't know if they were black or not. They descended, they descended from Ham. Here's what the, I haven't seen it in the scriptures, uh-huh. but here, here's what Bible scholars believe. Noah's three sons. Yeah. You got um, Japheth, Japheth, Shem, and Ham. Uh-huh. The Israelites comes from Shem. The, the black race comes from Ham, uh-huh. and the white race comes from Jephthah. Oh, okay. And they spread it out. Yeah. And so, blacks, in that case, you want to look at it, blacks, they descendants from Ham. Most, most, most descendants from Ham were disobedient. The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Philistines, all of them came from descendants of Ham. And they were disobedient nations. Interesting. Yeah, I don't and, know. Um, you know, that's that. I be asking them that question. They they don't have a clue. And curses, you know, you gonna you gonna suffer from your father's sins. No. And the reason why you hear in the script God say I'm gonna reject your kids because most likely kids gonna follow the evil teachings of their parents if they don't wake up. But for the most part, curses can be broken. Yeah. All you gotta do is say enough is enough. I accept Jesus and follow God's command. You break the curse. Yeah. True. You know, and um, you have, you know, a lot of people, well, a lot of blacks, we so stuck in color, we miss the main point. It's about obedience, not skin color. Um, I was actually, uh, you a Hebrew Israelite, start speaking Hebrew right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they can't speak Hebrew for nothing. But yeah, anyway, true. I also want to talk about, too, James, I ain't mean to change the subject, though, but I want to talk about the... um. The doggone bite situation in New York. Yeah, the tell young me. Lady shows her receipt. Tell me this story well, as you understand it, because I have, I've seen like a glimpse of a supposedly viral video of this white lady who is pregnant, mm-hmm. screaming for help, because this right. black guy or a few black guys were like accosting her, or one of them was trying to say, "Oh, I just paid for this bike," and they're just fighting over a right. bike. Right. And right. Somehow her lawyer has gotten involved, saying she has a receipt. Receipts yep. showing that she, with the same serial number as the, or whatever, as the bike that she uh-huh. was fighting over that you can see in the video, you can see the serial number on it, according to Cernovich. But I don't know Correct. what the story is. Like, what's the, what is, what's the problem? Well, the story is, the story is, okay, when a young lady came and get on, got on a bike, the three black guys approached her, saying that the bike was theirs. Okay. She's saying she paid for the bike, and, um... And um, they said they paid for the bike. So there was people out there, plenty of people out there. So when she started screaming help, you have um, race beta Rashad Ritchie. He's, he's on it and all the yeah, media. Right. They, they put it out that she was racist. She was trying to get the um, black guys killed. But that wasn't so because was there was too many people out there to see what was happening. You had black and white folks out there. Get him killed. So that, that <laughs> one up, you know, they, they, they right. think about Emmett Till. Yeah, when yeah. The, when the white lady lied, and that's oh, what they're gosh. thinking about. So, yep. they, and the white lady, we don't even know how whether she lied or how much 
Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and and, and no one knows that story. Right. Really. Yep. True. And um, here's my and the story what, what happened there, um, James. And so, Doctor Rashad Reed was trying to compare it to that. Well, she was screaming, and everybody it, she put them black guys' life in danger. No, she did. She was screaming. Her. You got three black guys, and you pay for a bike. I'd be dang if I go pay for another bike too. I know I paid for that one. Yeah. So what happened? Rashard Richie, the racist beta that he is, and all the other mainstream media put it out she was being racist. So she was receiving death threats and everything. Even yeah. to my understanding, Dr. Rashard Richie put her address where she worked at, her name and her boss name and everything, and they already sent threats to her. The, so they doxed her, huh? Crazy. Well, they, they got on administrative leave, and he didn't have to put on administrative leave because he didn't have nothing to do with that. The, 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 uh, her boss did. Right. So he yeah, put her, on administrative so her boss, leave. She was, what is she, yeah. a, a physician's assistant? I think she's a nurse or something. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I forgot a position, yeah. um, James, but anyway, um, it was. Um, they, 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 they called her the K word. They called her the K word, this slur for a white woman. Yeah, Karen. Word. Yeah. Karen. yeah. Most yep. black when they, when they see blacks trying to like like a white lady trying to call help on a black guy, they call them Karens. Right. So, but when a, when a black woman does the same thing, I call her Shaniqua. <laughs> <laughs> That's and pretty you funny. Know, man. You know, and um, that would happen. And um, and what happened, James, is that um, uh, she's suing them. Who is she suing? Hello. Oh, she's suing the media. Oh, okay. I don't blame her. Yeah. I'll go after them. Yeah. I'm glad somebody's standing up, man. So I hope she go after them. And that's the right. And right now, the, um, the three black guys ain't came. They, you ain't heard from them guys. Yeah. Wow. They haven't. They haven't showed no receipts or nothing. So, but if they don't show up, they gonna leave the media hanging. They can end this if if they will come up and say. But I wouldn't be surprised. Crooked if the media is. I wouldn't be surprised if they produce a ticket exactly like hers. Uh -huh. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yeah. But the black guys haven't showed up. Hmm. Yeah. What and, a weird, what a, what a mess. People are just, yeah. and people are acting like it's their business. To me, it's a disagreement between her and those black guys, and it's over. It's just a little, under, probably, perhaps, maybe, an understandable disagreement or, or something that's kind of typical. Sometimes people are... Rude, and sometimes women may overreact. Maybe she overreacted. I don't know. And the blacks act crazy sometimes, which is not surprising. Yeah, you, but it's I'm over. Like this. She pays. But you, then right, they, you uh, pay for the bike. I, it's hard for me to go pay for another bike, and I know I paid for that one. But right. maybe in that situation, she paid for the bike. She said, "Look, I'm not paying for another bike." Right. Yeah. You know, and they come up and and you know she's a standing up for herself. So the black guys come up and say, "Hey, this is my bike." She said, no, it's my bike. Yeah. Then eventually she did get another bike. She did get another oh, bike. Oh, wow. And, um, and then that's, that's when it all came, when her lawyer produced the receipt. That's yeah. why I keep my receipts. And um, yeah. she produced the receipt, and the three black guys right now are missing in action. Interesting, They had all man. weekend to show up. They ain't showed up yet. And if they don't show up, and we got to hear their story. Yeah. Well, they ain't got a story. That's why they ain't showed up yet. Uh, spoiler alert, now, shared a GoFundMe about this gal, Sarah Comrie. She's fighting mm -hmm. being branded a Karen, which is an anti-white slur used to shame yeah, white absolutely. women yep. who want, you know, who want a, a good standard in society, right? 
And they've raised yeah. $109,000 uh, out of a $120,000 goal with 3,000 donations. Good. Uh, Good. The story is, this guy, Bob Rowe, is organizing this fundraiser for her, created four days ago. Uh, late last week, my niece, he says, Sarah Comrie, a physician assistant at Bellevue, came embro- became embroiled in a much-publicized incident with Citibank that unfairly painted her as a racist Karen, yep. so-called. K-word. That's what they did. That's, that's what the media did. Dr. Richard, Richie, and all them guys did yep. that. Uh, and I was sue su- every last one of them, especially the young Turks. Now, that, that'll force Sink, um, Sink um, Erger to go dig in his bank account, because I would definitely sue if I was her. I would. One thing I don't like about what... About what this guy says about her is that uh, she's a dedicated healthcare worker who is six months pregnant. That's fine. She holds a she holds racial justice and equity dear. What? Two. Take my take back my donation, <laughs> and dedicated her life to serving NYC's most challenged individuals. Uh, I would yeah. even wrote. They just say, "Hey, this is what happened," and you know, you want to donate, donate. I mean, right? To yeah. Me, Leave it alone. You know. And I, it's I, interesting I how this happens to liberals. Like, uh, George Zimmerman was a liberal. I think George Zimmerman voted for Obama the first time. And he was helping black kids. He was like a tutor. But he was a Second Amendment liberal. And George Zimmerman, well, you know, you know how they start went a race after him war, James. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're trying to start a race war. You know, every time, situation with the... Um, with the Marine killing um, nearly on, on, on the subway. Yeah. Hey, look, when somebody thought they're going to kill you, somebody, I'm glad he responded. Yeah. As soon as nobody, nobody wanted to do enough for them, they say, well, welcome to men who sat down on their butts. Right. Yeah, people you know, jump so to conclusions. Out, about you, you, it's you like want to die? It's like what JLP says, wait and see. And who cares? Right. It's not even, this story doesn't, these stories don't even concern us. It doesn't concern the exactly. people who are upset about it, except for they're just you know, caught up in uh, prideful ego battles and hatred. Exactly. We use, we use race more than anything, the black race. No one yeah. talks about color more than blacks. I know. Yeah. He talks about blacks. So, I mean, we talk about race so much from Christ being black. We can't make it because of white supremacy. Yep. And that's the case, then, where y'all keep electing the same liberal politicians. Yeah. So y'all must enjoy them. I used to I used to be like, you know how some people say, oh, Democrats are the real racists. I used to say blacks, mm-hmm. are, blacks are the real racists, which everybody knows. Like, like you are. pointed out, they're all, they got into the race thing more than anybody. More Un- than anybody. Unjustly. You don't ever hear nobody talk about race but blacks. Yep. Now they talk about reparations. Yeah. Um, now, now Gavin Newsom backed out, which I knew he was. He got him to vote for him, and he stuck. He sucked him again. Wow, interesting. What's what's up with that, Gavin Newsom? Yeah, he gonna tell him what's that? One million dollars a piece? I said okay. He oh, with the reparations so he, thing? I haven't yeah. kept up with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> now he's he, he ain't he not saying the state can't afford it. Okay. After the election. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Terrible. We never I, should even. I, they don't need reparations. It's not. Slavery was a net positive for blacks, especially by now. I truly believe if the gospel would have stayed in Africa, it would have never, um, it would have never went nowhere because 
Africa don't have no boats that can sail across the world. Yeah. They still don't have no good infrastructure out there. And all they say is the Europeans colonized um, Africa, and now China doing it. Yeah. Well, how come Africa don't have enough leaders to manage the resources and um, govern the uh, country? But most of them, that's good for themselves and their military, too. So yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like them if they do, them if they don't. True. And, and um, China, her, last I heard, they own Uganda's airport because they owe them money. So wow. that's business. That's not racist. Yeah. Interesting, man. You can't. Yeah, they can't pay China, so China says, I'll take over the airport until y'all pay us our cheese. <laughs> pay us our cheese. I appreciate it, Rick. Yeah. It's good to hear from you, man. No problem, James. Love you, my brother. Good to hear from you as always. All right. Take care. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. You as well. Ah, uh, I was too late. Uh, did you hear that click? I was too late in pushing the hang-up button. My bag. A uh, couple of super chats. I know it's my bad. I think my bag makes more sense, though. Because my bad, that's improper grammar. Or sentence structure, or whatever. Word usage. Evil is still real, says, with a super chat on rumble.com slash the Hague Report. Then, Jesus said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Matthew 15, 24. But even the... Even the uh, dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table, said the woman who was a Samaritan woman or something like that. And at this, he was impressed by her great faith. And he said, your faith has, has healed your son or something like that. I don't know. Isn't that nice? So uh, evil is still real. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the key gave a super chat. And a tip. Have you seen the new butt light billboards? This butt's for you. I disavow. Sorry, kids. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, and he shares a video tip, which I already closed down. Conservative vibes. Funny. I don't know. Thank you. He made... That's different from Bud Light. But thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I disavow that. But thank you for the tip. Uh, the key. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I already had that up. Okay. Let me double check on buy me a coffee and Ko-Fi just to make sure I didn't uh, miss anything. Sometimes I miss them still, even regardless. I have four minutes to go before I can, before I need to play some beautiful Chinese music. So, and I have a, I have a story that's more than five minutes long, so I think I'll skip this uh, negative self-talk mumbo-jumbo little pocket article from uh, those ladies. Let me tell you about this story uh, briefly here. In the last minutes of the show before we get to the Chinese music. Still Gray tweeted this out. I don't know if I put this in the folder. Climate ink? Climate uh, fountain dye? Yeah, I did. Still Gray tweeted out. He's Ian Miles Cheong. Relatively fair-minded journalist 
feels like a slur calling him a journalist, you know? <laughs> uh, maybe he deserves it. Climate activists turned water black in Rome's iconic Trevi fountain with charcoal. And Rome is in Italy, right? And they've done this in different places. I think they did it in Spain, different places in uh, Europe. Europe has some old, old fountains. Show the uh, tweet there, uh, Hassan, from the um, climate fountain die. A couple of tweets showing that these climate activists are turning the fountain water in these different European cities black with, with a charcoal-type dye. Could do permanent damage to the stone. According to Rome's mayor, the city will need to use at least 300,000 liters of water to clean up the mess. Uh... And if you want to save the earth, why are you making these people you have to use 3,000 liters of water? No, not 3,000, 300,000 liters of water. How, many, how much is that in gallons? That's like, that's like uh, I don't know, 60 or 75,000 gallons of water. That's a lot of gallons of water. But they get in the water and talk about, oh, climate action now. Direct action. These acts of vandalism can potentially damage the white stone. They've been roundly condemned throughout Italy. Will there be prosecution by the government? Nobody likes these people. (laughs) Activists. Nobody likes an activist. (laughs) Uh, well, shout out to the activists. We wish them well. Don't hate. They're spreading hatred. (laughs) Terrible. I don't know what the point of that story was. Anyway, guys, make sure you catch Nick's stream, American Anchor Baby. He, it's not Nick's stream, it's American Anchor Baby coming up here. Let me go ahead and play this beautiful music. This is clip 200. In your eyes. Hope Mina is in the chat and appreciates it. Because this is by Sharon Cunetta and Andy Lau. Another duet. And it's in English. (laughs) Uh, English. So here it is. Go ahead and play it. I'll just talk over it a little bit. It's a music video. Hopefully I don't get blocked in in Russia or wherever. In Your Eyes. By Sharon Cunetta. And Andy Lau. With Jim Brickman. Who's like a white person, maybe? This is the music video, guys. Written by Richard Cottle and Barry Norman. Is it a cover? Look, here's uh, Andy Brickman. (laughs) Nice Asian couple. That guy, normal white or not? Oh, my love. Now I don't know why. To say you take my breath away, and I'll be loud. All my dreams come true 
he's dressed nice. Yeah. Well, I believe love was meant to be. Two hearts beat as one in a sweet destiny. So here we are in a moment lost in time. Two reasons that rhyme in a love for all time. They think they see love in your eyes. Real love. Cause I see love. Well, thank you, Andy Lau and Sharon Cunetta. In your eyes. Adios, America. It's been fun. <laughs> what are you watching? I forgot this one is not that long. But wasn't that nice? Hopefully, it doesn't get blocked in Russia and other countries. How does the piano guy fit into this? Asks Micah. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask. Anyway, guys, I appreciate it. Catch Church with J.C. Lee Peterson. Throwbacks. And catch American Anchor Baby in an hour or so. Bye.